Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Rebbe Ram Goldhar and the Rebbe Zechus Yevamos Daf Chav Beis. The second parak Ketzad. The second parak has been generously sponsored by the Slacha of Uvadya Ben Leia and his family. So the three dots we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi once said to Rav Nachman that in Eretz Yisrael they asked whether the Rabbanim were Gozer Shniyos for Gerim. To which Rav Nachman responded, "Hashda my erva gufa regarding the erva herself, referring to the Ger's non-Jewish mother and the other woman that the Rabban prohibited Ger to marry." The Rabban only were Gozer, so people should not say, Ban Kedusha Chamura, with Kedusha Kala. The Geren come from a strict level of Kedusha, being that non-Jews are prohibited to their non-Jewish mother, and now they come to a lesser level of Kedusha, as they are now permitted to marry their non-Jewish mother. Rashi explains that a Geren is Kekatan Shinoadam, like a newborn baby, and has no halachic relationship to his biological mother. Since the Arab relationships were prohibited only because of this concern, the Rabban certainly did not prohibit Shniyaz to a Geren. Pointing to the next mission of states, he who has a brother of any kind, the brother binds his brother's wife for Yibum. Rabbi Yehuda clarifies that the phrase of any kind is coming to include a mamzer. And the Gemara asks that it's obvious that he's considered his brother, since the mission proceeds to state that he is his brother for every matter. The Gemara answers that one might have thought that we learned out from the Gezer Shabbat of Achva Achva Bnei Yaakov that just as with Bnei Yaakov the term brother refers to Ksherim, Vlopsulim, so too the term brother refers to those that are kosher and not puzzle. Therefore, the mission is coming to teach otherwise. The Gemara asks why indeed we do not follow the Gezer Shabbat, and it answers that since a mamzer's son exempts his father's wife from Yibam, in a case where the father had a mamzer, then married and subsequently died childless, Mizkot Namizaki, he should definitely bind his brother's wife to him. The source that a mumzer qualifies as a son is one from the Pasuk of Ben Enlo, and he has no son. Since the word Ein is written with a Yud and implies Ein Olav, examine him, which Rush explains to mean that one should see if he has any type of a son, even a mumzer. And point number three was Tana Brais Habal Chosov Hibas Eshaz Avi. One, who has relations with his sister, who is the daughter of his father's wife, is high for transgressing two prohibitions. Whereas Rabbi Yossi ben Yehuda says, He's only high for having relations with his sister and not for having relations with his father's wife's daughter. The Chami's reason is that since the Pasuk states, The nakedness of your sister, whether your father's daughter or your mother's daughter, why is there a need for another Pasuk of the nakedness of your father's wife's daughter, who was born to your father, she is her sister. It must be that the Torah wants Mechaev the brother for violating two prohibitions. Rabbi Yossi ben Yehuda would say that the Pasuk states, Achosehi, she is your sister, which implies, Mishum achoso atamachaivo mishum aviv. He is Machai for having relations with his sister and not for having relations with his father's wife's daughter. The Gemara will analyze the Machlokas. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbah once said to Rav Nachman that in Eretz Yisrael, they asked whether the Rabbanim were Gozer Shniyos for Gerim, to which Rav Nachman responded, Hashta, my erva gufa, regarding the erva herself, referring to the Ger's non-Jewish mother and the other woman that the Rabban prohibited Ger to marry, the Rabban only were Gozer, so people should not say, Ban Kedusha Chamura, with Kedusha Kala. The Gerim come from a strict level of Kedusha, being that non-Jews are prohibited to their non-Jewish mother, and now they come to a lesser level of Kedusha, as they are now permitted to marry their non-Jewish mother. Rashi explains that a Ger is like a newborn baby, and has no halachic relationship to his biological mother. Since the Arab relationships were prohibited only because of this concern, the Rabban certainly did not prohibit Shniyaz to a Ger. Pointing to the next Mishnah states, He who has a brother of any kind, the brother binds his brother's wife, 
for Yibum. Rav Yehuda clarifies that the phrase Mikomakam of any kind is coming to include a mamzer. And the Gemara asks that it's obvious that he's considered his brother, since the mission proceeds to state that he is his brother for every matter. The Gemara answers that one might have thought that we learn out from the Gezer Shabbat of Achva Achva Bnei Yaakov that just as with Bnei Yaakov the term brother refers to Ksherim, Vogopsuim, so too the term brother refers to those that are kosher and not puzzle. Therefore, the mission is coming to teach otherwise. The Gemara asks why indeed we do not follow the Gezer Shabbat, and it answers that since a mamzer's son exempts his father's wife from Yibam in a case where the father had a mamzer, then married and subsequently died childless, he should definitely bind his brother's wife to him. The source that a mamzer qualifies as a son is one from the Pasuk Ven Enlo, and he has no son. Since the word Ein is written with a Yud and implies Ein Olav, examine him, which Rashi explains to mean that one should see if he has any type of a son, even a mamzer. And point number three was taught in a brace Habal Chosov Hibas Eishas Avi, one who has relations with his sister, who is the daughter of his father's wife, is chai for transgressing two prohibitions. Whereas Rabbi Yossi ben Yehuda says, He's only chai for having relations with his sister and not for having relations with his father's wife's daughter. The Chami's reason is that since the Pasuk states, The nakedness of your sister, whether your father's daughter or your mother's daughter, why is there a need for another Pasuk of the nakedness of your father's wife's daughter, who was born to your father, she is her sister. It must be that the Torah wants Mechaev the brother for violating two prohibitions. Rabbi Yossi ben Yehuda would say that the Pasuk states, Achosehi, she is your sister, which implies, Mishum achoso atamachaivo v'yatamachaivo mishum bas eishos aviv. He is Machai for having relations with his sister and not for having relations with his father's wife's daughter. The Gemara will analyze the Machlokas. All right, so now we go to our Simmerdaf Chabes, and our standard simon is a cab, a taxi cab. So here goes. The Gear and Hashniah wife finally flagged down a cab, driven by a mumser brother, who just let out a Balachoso passenger, whom he charged twice. Once again, it's motion. The Gear and Hashniah wife finally flagged down a cab. Cab, that must be more Daf Chabes. The Ger and his Shnia wife finally flagged down a cab, which reminds us the Rabbanim were not goes to Shniyos for a Ger. And the only reason the Rabbanim prohibited in Erba is that people should not say, buy the Kedusha Chamuro Kedusha Kala. The Gerin come from a strict level of Kedusha, being that non-Jews are prohibited to their non-Jewish mother, and now they come to a lesser level of Kedusha as they are now permitted to marry their non-Jewish mother. So, the Ger and his Shnia wife finally flagged down a cab, driven by a mumser brother, which reminds us a mumser brother is Zokek his brother's wife to Yibum, and a mumser son exempts his father's wife from Yibam. The source that a mumser qualifies as a son is one from the Pasuk Uven Enlo, and he has no son. Since the word Ein is written with a Yud, it implies Ein Alav, examine him, which Rush explains to mean that one should see if he has any type of son, even a mumser. So the Ger and his Shnia wife finally flagged down a cab, driven by a mumser brother who just let out a Balachoso passenger whom he charged twice, which reminds us, it's a Malchos bin Rabbi Yossi bin Yehuda and the Chukhamim whether a Baalachosa, one who has relations with his sister, who's the daughter of his father's wife, whether he's chayv once or twice, given two psukim that discuss relations with his sister. So once again, the Ger and his Shnia wife finally flagged down a cab, driven by a mumser brother who just let out a Baalachoso passenger whom he charged twice. All right, now it's time for Four Bagabach Hazara. Daf Yud Ches, so the Simr Daf Yud Ches is a chuppah, because Ben Yud Ches, a chuppah, an 18-year-old, goes to chuppah. So here goes. The expert Yibum rabbi, famous for his psak, that it's asr to be mevatel, the mitzvah of Yibum, was interrupted in the middle of a chuppah. Chuppah, that must be one Daf Yud Ches. 
The expert Yibum Rabbi, famous for his psak, that it's Asr Tibim the mitzvah of Yibum, which reminds me of Mer holds that there is no Zika. And the reason for his ruling that two sisters that fall to Yibum to two brothers must do Chalid says because he holds Asr Vavato mitzvah Yavamim. It's forbidden to be Mavato, the mitzvah of Yibum. If Yibum was permitted, then perhaps after one brother does Yibum, the other one will die. And then the first one will not be able to do Yibum or Chalitza to the other widow because she's an Ervatim, being that she is a sister of his Yavama. Therefore, Remir prohibits either brother from doing Yibum and requires him to do Chalitza. So, the expert Yibum rabbi, famous for his psak, that's Asadibim Avato, the mitzvah of Yibum, was interrupted in the middle of a chuppah news that a baby brother of a Yavam had been born after the Yibum, which reminds us, Rabbi Shimon holds that a baby born after a second brother does Yibum may do Yibum or Chalitza to the Yavama from the first brother or her tsara. Rashi explains that Rabbi Shimon holds that since the Yavama became the wife of the second brother before the third brother was born, she never fell to Yibum to the third brother. Therefore, she's not an erva to him, and he may do Yibum or Chalitza to either her or her tsara. So, the expert Yibum rabbi, famous for his psak, that it's Asatibim Avato, the mitzvah of Yibum, was interrupted in the middle of a chuppah with news that a baby brother of a Yavam had been born after the Yibum, and immediately sent back a message that even if the baby had been born before the Yibum, that there is Zika, and the Yavam is like a full-fledged wife. Which reminds us, Rabbi Oshia says, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon also disagrees with the first mission in the parak and holds that even if the third brother was born before the second brother did Yibum, if the second brother dies childless after doing Yibum with the Yavama, the third brother may take her since she's not considered The Gemara explains, The Rabbi Shimon holds that there is Zika between every Yavam and Yavama, and he also holds that a woman bound to a man in Zika is considered like a full-fledged wife. So the similar Dafyutes is a yacht. So here goes. When a huge wave crashed into a yacht, yacht, that must mean we're on Daf Yutes. When a huge wave crashed into a yacht, killing two brothers who were married to two sisters, at exactly the same time, which reminds us, Raboshia challenged Raboshia's interpretation of Rabbi Shimon that Zika Kognusia as Zika was equivalent to making the Yavama the Yavam's full-fledged wife, based on a mission where Rabbi Shimon exempts two sisters who fall to a third brother from even doing Chalitza. Now, if Rabbi Shimon holds Zika Kognusia that as Zika makes the Yavama like a full-fledged wife, then let the third brother perform Yibum with the one who was widowed first, and then the other one should be exempt from Yibum and Chalitza, since her sister is already somewhat married to the Yavam. After several solutions to this challenge are rejected, Ravashi answers, If the two sisters fell to Yibum one after the next, that would be the case that the first widow would be permitted to Yibum. But the case here is the Nafu where they fell to the third brother at the exact same moment. And Rabbi Shimon holds, like Rabbi Yossi Agli, who says, It's possible to be exact. So when a huge wave crashed into a yacht, killing two brothers who were married to two sisters at exactly the same time, one of the Yavamas got upset when the Yavam attempted to do Mimer without her consent. Which reminds us, it was taught in a bright, so Osamai b'yabimta of Shulmedaita, if one performed Mimer with a Yavama without her consent, Rebbe says, Kana, he's acquired her as his wife, but the Chamis say that he is not. And the Gemara explains that the question rests on whether we learn out Mimer from Yibum, which can be done without consent, or from Kedushin, which has to be done with consent. So, when a huge wave crashed into a yacht, killing two brothers who were married to two sisters, at exactly the same time, one of the Yavamas got upset when a Yavam attempted to do Mimer without her consent. 
while the other one overheard a group of passengers murmur, once a Yavama, always a Yavama, which reminds us, the Gemara asked what was the Chachamim's reason for prohibiting. The third brother who was born after Yibum and answers that the Pasuk states, and he, referring to the Yavam, shall take her to himself as a wife and perform Yibum with her, which implies that even after he takes her as his wife, the original Yibum status is still on her. Rashi explains that this means she's always called a Yavama. So the simmer Davchaf is a cafe. So here goes. The Shnios and Amanos dining at the Isra Mitzvah and Kedusha Cafe, Cafe, that must be more Davchaf. The Shnios and Amanos dining at the Isra Mitzvah and Kedusha Cafe, which reminds us the next Mishnah states, Isra Mitzvah, Isra Kedusha, Choletza, Small Mr. Bemis, and Isra Mitzvah and an Isra Kedusha do Choletza, but not Yibum. And the Gemara presents two opposite Pshantim as to whom they refer to and why they used this terminology. So the Shneos and Almanos dining at the Isra Mitzvah and Kedusha Cafe listen attentively to the Almana from Eris and tell her personal story that she was not permitted to a Kongadol and Yibam, which reminds the Gemara as why an Almana from Erison is forbidden to do Yibam to Kongadol. Since she's a virgin, she only has the Losase of a Kohen being forbidden to an Almana. Therefore, Yabo Asev Yitche Losase, let the Asev Yibam override the Losase against a Kongadol marrying a widow. Rav answers that the Pasuk states, Then his Yavama shall go up to the gate for Chalitza. Since it was unnecessary to state his Yavama, since the Pasuk already referred to her as that, it's coming to teach, There's a Yavama who's subject to Chalitza and not to Yibam. And who is this? It's one who's prohibited to the Yavam by a love. Rav's answer will ultimately be refuted. So, the Shniyos and Almanos dining at the Isra Mitzvah and Kedusha Cafe listen attentively to the Almana from Eris and tell her personal story that she was not permitted to a Kohen Gadol and Yibam, not because of a love, but because of a Gezera, which reminds us that Rav explains the reason that an Almana from Erison is forbidden to do Yibam to a Kohen Gadol is a Gezera Bi'arishona Atu Bi'ashniya, a Gezera that the Yavam not do the first act of relations for the mitzvah Yibam out of concern that he might have a second act of relations, which is not a fulfillment of a mitzvah. Dav Chafov, so the same Dav Chafov is a car pronounced Ka by people from Boston. So here goes. When the Chalitza Ka, Chalitza Ka, that must be more Dav Chafov, Ka. When the Chalitza Ka, delivering the shoe, was turned back from Basin, since Chalitza B'makom Yibum, Rav Mitzvahi, which reminds us, Rish Lakish said, wherever you find an Ase, and a Losase in conflict with one another, if you can fulfill both of them, that's preferable. But if not, let the Ase be Doche the Losase. The Gemara clarifies after a challenge is brought, where Kongadol did Yibum to an Almana from Erison and exempted her Tzara, that this principle only applies, where Mitzvah's Ase is fulfilled through the alternative way. But here, if he does Chalitza, the Mitzvah's Ase will not be fulfilled since Chalitza is not a Mitzvah in the place of Yibum. The Mepharshim explained that the Torah provided the lesser mitzvah of Chalitza in cases when the Yavim does not want to marry the Yavama. So, when the Chalitza Ka delivering the shoe was turned back from Basin, since Chalitza B'makom Yibum, Rav Mitzvahi, the driver almost ran over a basket with handles full of Ramazim for Shneos, which reminds the Gemara brings four sources for Shneos, one based on a Pusik and Kohelos, referring to handles of a basket, where we learned that before Shlomo came, the Torah was like a basket without handles, until Shlomo came and made handles for it. Rashi explains that just as handles prevent a basket from falling from one's hands, so Tushniyos distanced one from the Arayos. 
So when the Chalitza Ka delivering the shoe is turned back from Basin, since Chalitza B'makom Yibum, Rav Mitzvahi, the driver almost ran over a basket with handles full of Ramazim Pershneos that had been dropped by his aunt Gittel, the wife of his mother's maternal brother, which reminds us the Gemara clarifies how we know that a wife of a mother's maternal brother is also considered a Shniya. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Abram Golden of Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.